<laughs> That's a great flavor. Mm. I mean, that cookie and the cream, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Culinary Program Director and Compliance. We didn't do this on purpose because we knew that you were here. It just happened that way, Miss Eugene. <laughs> hey, sometimes the stars align, right? <laughs> I'm telling you what. So tell us how you're helping students with their with their food and making sure that nutrition is uh, really prominent in our students' diets. Yeah, absolutely. So this year, um, due to some COVID wave, some COVID waivers, meals are actually no cost to all of our students in Minneapolis public schools. So really important that students have access to quality food during the school day. So we're providing breakfast for all of our students at no cost, um, as well as lunch. And then if they are involved in after-school programming, a lot of schools are also doing after-school snacks and suppers as well. So you said uh, because of COVID, so I'm assuming last year you did this as well. How many uh, meals do you believe that you've served over time? So since March of 2020, um, up until the start of the school year, uh, we did between six and seven million meals. Ooh, wow. Youth, yep. Whoa, I didn't expect that. <laughs> That's a lot Man. of food. Yes. It is a lot of food, yeah. <laughs> really trying to meet the needs of the community. So because of the free nature of the foods this year, do, what do the families have to do to qualify? So this year, um, we're really encouraging families to complete what's called the application for educational benefits. So in the past, you might have heard this referred to as the um, the free or reduced lunch form. We've sort of changed the name now um, because meals are no cost to all families. We're trying to make sure that families understand that this application is not just connected to meals, but it's also connected to you know really important things for the um, their school as well as the district. So it's connected to things like school funding. Um, along with uh, funding that the district receives from the government as well. Now, this funding is because of the makeup of the district with uh, a lot of people being uh, in, I guess this is a poverty zone. Is that how the uh, free and reduced uh, uh, benefits come to the state of Minnesota and uh, find their way to Minneapolis? Correct. So depending on um, the information provided on the form, so the income levels of a family, that is how the qualification is determined. And what we're really trying to do is get every family to complete the application, because if families don't complete the application, we we wouldn't we don't know if they would qualify or not, right? And we're not going to make any assumptions about a family based on where they live, what school they go to. Um, so we really need all families to complete the form, so then we have a accurate picture of what the the makeup of the district is. We we kind of want families to think of it as a census, right? So it's something that everybody. Um, should complete and it would really benefit the entire community. So Sarah, question, what um what happens to a lunch and breakfast bill that a student or family may have had in before this came about? Is that wiped out? It is. Yes. Um so there are no balances that are carried over from school year to school year. So those have been taken care of. I know in the past some people uh, some of our listeners have contributed to uh, reducing or wiping out debt. So is that necessary this year? Um, it is not necessary this year because of the nature of the COVID waiver. So all, all students are going to qualify for no cost. Um, but yes, if anyone has ever contributed, thank you so much. You know, you really have made a, a, a massive difference. There is enough going on in the world without families having to worry about a, you know, one step um, following them from school to school, year to year, and that sort of thing. So really appreciative of anyone who has made a contribution in the past. 
There are some families who are having some difficult times, and we're talking with Sarah Eugene, who is a coordinator for culinary program development and compliance, the culinary and wellness services at Minneapolis Public Schools. What about the families? Do you uh, do you feed the families as well, Sarah? So our after-school programs are available, meals are available at no cost to anyone that is 18 and under. So any youth, so that could include siblings, um, students, excuse me, youth in the community that do not attend Minneapolis public schools. Mm -hmm. These sites are um, not just at schools, but also at other community locations. So you'll find them at Minneapolis Parks and Rec Centers. Um, You'll find them at Hennepin County Libraries um, and other after-school programs in the community. And so those meals are available at no cost to anyone, not just to those youth that attend Minneapolis public schools. It's really great great service for our communities. And how will the families be getting the applications? Is it uh, something that you have to push forward to get, or is it being sent to the families? So um, paper applications are going to be mailed out this week. So if families have already completed an application, um, either online or if they got a paper form from their school, they actually won't get the application mailed because they've already done it, and so they don't don't need another one, right? Um, But if we don't have any record of them completing it this year, they'll be mailed a paper application this week along with sort of a FAQ list. So if there's any important questions that they have, they can look that over. There's also information on how they can contact us directly if they have additional questions once they're completing the form. Um, If families would prefer to complete the application online, they can also visit the MPS website or their school's website and just look for the tab that says Application for Educational Benefits, and that will link them right to the online form. So there's two ways that they can um, complete the form, either the paper form that's going to be mailed or um, right online on the website. Indeed. Sarah Eugene, I can't thank you enough for being with us and sharing some great information. Now, is there an extra benefit as a final, most important question? Is there an extra benefit for families who say that they enjoy cookies and cream, I- cookies and cream ice cream cones? <laughs> yeah, email me directly. Yeah, that one's <laughs> offline, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> just checking, just checking. Good, good question, Freddie. <laughs> of all the questions we talked about. Great question. <laughs> that's, that's so important. That's in the here and now. That's present and present. I mean, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. right in front of our faces. Right, and that's why we have to keep these conversations going. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Eugene, have, Absolutely. A, have a great day and thanks for joining us this morning and sharing some great information with our families. Thank you so much. You all have a great day as well. You too. Thank you. We got tickets to Shiloh Temple's International 90th Church Anniversary Celebration. And guess who's going to be there? Grammy Award winning uh, Ty Tribbett is going to be up. at Shiloh Temple. You know, I will hear if I, even if I can't make it to that concert, I promise you, I'll hear it all the way where I live because <laughs> Ty Tribbett is not a game his energy that church is going to be jumping up and down physically oh man when that guy gets in the building with his crew that's going to be something to see I'm going to have to go to that one good morning to Bishop Howell and all the great uh, mm. ministers and pastors singers and congregants mm. of Shiloh Temple 90 years that is amazing I love it it's going to be a good one I, we got those tickets coming up shortly plus Keisha Cole and John Legend is also on the way it's now seven.